The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes. Thank you, Alliance. We are officially uh, on the air now. The first break is always just practice. And once you hear Alliance, we're ready to go. So here we go uh, with a glorious thing. And it's the first time we get to use uh, this. We haven't used it yet. And it's uh, the first time we get to use it for the segment... Boys at it again. <laughs> what you do? Here it goes again. Out on an island. This one says, uh, now the subject of this one says, oh man, your boy's at it again and he's being a dick. I don't know what you were doing, Toledo, but I always enjoy this. I know, usually I know <laughs> when I'm being a dick. Yeah. Why is Toledo defending Sky Harbor Airport against Tim Healy's son after he got scammed? Joe Healy is one of the nicest people ever and a Sun Devil uh, fanatic legacy. Toledo decides he's going to be the S-lib cuck who defends random airport salesmen (laughs) against someone who's all Sun Devil love for quasi-government airport commie soitard lib a-holes like him. (laughs) Yeah, you were being a dick. Wow. But I can see why he hates Joe. Joe's angelic voice dad still tells Joe he loves him on a regular basis, so he's just jealous. (laughs) Signed, Ed O'Brien. Your boy is at it again. Being a dick. So then he sends me a screen cap of what you were doing. I have no idea how you involved yourself in this. I didn't. He, he posted a thing. He says, hey, Sky Harbor Airport, it's a really bad look to have airport employees straight up scamming travelers. Two weeks ago, I was told by an agent that a free and clear trial would not renew without my authorization. And today I was charged $189. And so all I said was, I got to say, man, that's on you. I get that no one reads the fine print, but that's that's on you. That's right. all I said. And he goes, I asked the, the rep point blank about if it would auto-renew. And I said, respectfully, you you didn't do the right thing. That's right. That's all I said. And that makes you... A libtard, a I get libtard it. A libtard f***ing stage. Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> Never met Joe. I've met his right. dad. This is where the internet confuses me. Because you're like, I gotta say something. And that's why people... <laughs> I, I, who cares? Joe Healy got robbed at the airport. <laughs> but I love your new... Uh, this new picture of you on your thing is just yep. a, it's a cartoon <laughs> yep. dude with a bullhorn yep. screaming at people. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
just to announce you. your boy's editing it. I know, that's great. Because you knew I'd eventually get yep. a picture of it. I don't pay attention to any of this nonsense. <laughs> One of the comedians at the Things Sunday was like, hey, Holmberg, uh, uh, give me your IG. And I'm like, don't have it. And he looked at me and he goes, what? And I said, don't touch it. Don't want anything to do with social media. And he just goes, mad props. <laughs> like, nobody <laughs> wants to be part of this <laughs> thing. Right. No, everyone hates You're being lucky. on it. Yeah. Oh my God! How do you do it? Mike, I just, I just do. And guess what? I don't miss anything. I get all the memes. I get all the things. Right. I can talk to. I can still talk to my family. Everybody's excuse about social media well, that's to keep in touch with family. I can do that too through texting or phones. What I've noticed too it's is crazy. That comedians have dropped a lot of them, and they only keep one. Yeah. Because it's too much work to keep. Like, well, because you probably them pissed going. them off to where they I just. Did. Got I did. I drove a lot of them off. <laughs> yeah. Your you, soy boy did it again. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm not here to reprimand you on this. I just want to know why you got fired up over this one. I didn't get fired up. Well, what made you comment on Joe Healy's problem? People comment all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And it popped up on my page. (laughs) I like Tim Healy. He's a great uh, voice of Sun Devil Sports and been around for a very long time. Joe Healy evidently played there. Sun Devil Legacy, it says here in this guy, Ed O'Brien's email. But uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. I think I've been... I've been charged with the idea uh, that I've got to reprimand yeah. Susie. And, Will you, yeah, uh, go talk to HR yeah. or, or stand in the corner until you figure out what you've done I, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're not allowed to do that. Apparently. <laughs> Joe Healy had a problem. He's soy boy. And cocktar. I'm not allowed to have any and, opinions well, on no, it. Well, no, and I, I, for one, don't understand why you have an opinion on it. What did he do? He signed, So people at the airport are now trying to get you to sign up for stuff? Apparently. And for it's, that, any, for well, that clear, that free and clear, which isn't TSA pre-check, it's the other one that I don't oh, understand. Yeah. Because I think it's international, it isn't it? Oh. But no, no, no. It's no. for everything. No, all it is is you go up and it scans your eyeball or you put a fingerprint and you oh. don't have to go through the security with your yeah. um, with your ID and everything like that. But it doesn't get you ahead of anything. If oh. TSA pre-check is the one that actually gets you through the line with no And, and this fires you up? Yes. Yeah, see, that's, what I'm, so. that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a guy who's pretty pissed off about this. Some libtard cuck. I don't understand how, uh, you know, Joe Healy's uh, problem became something people needed to know about outside of that. I'm kind of, I hate to say this because I think my boy being at it again makes me, A, you were at it again by just commenting on something so innocuous and somebody else's issue, which okay. makes makes me hate the internet. But I don't see that you're wrong. Yeah. Like, if you're signing up for anything at the airport, more than likely they're going to annoy you with that or right. charge you something you didn't expect. And the rep... And one to- random dude with a name tag is the guy you're going to trust that's that's there? Yeah. Uh, I hasten to say it because I don't want the hate mail, but I think I'm on Toledo's side here. I think it's just like... Although, comes. what I would have done is just ignore Joe Healy's problem sure. and leave it to the... Like you said, that's kind of on you, dude. I would have read it and gone, well, that guy's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have moved on. But you, you, you had to fight with Joe Healy. I don't Joe think Healy. Joe's a moron. You, you fought with Joe Healy that, for know. a little bit yesterday. Or whenever this was. Was this yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. At about what time? Was it during the show? No. It okay. was like at 1230 or something like that. <laughs> oh, so you're just hanging around yeah. here. You're like, you know what? I need to argue with a, a broadcaster's kid for a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> stop that. And the segment is over. Your boy's at it again. <laughs> Count on it not ending. The libtard. No, I got to do better job at your boy's at it again. This one was kind of Look, innocuous. This is a little dabble. No, but this is the worst one to me. Because this was like, you you should have just packed up, gone home, slim your Yeah, family. you're probably right. There's no reason to make this part of your day. 
Well, let me point out that you're yeah. the one that signed up. Well, let me just check all this stuff here. Well, Joe Healy's got a problem. Well, now I've got a problem, too. <laughs> well, Joe, let me just give you some advice you didn't ask for. But again, he put his he presented his dirty laundry, right. so it's now fair game for people to it's, take gigantic yeah, on it. So I guess that... That wasn't what he wanted to hear. No. No, he wanted to, massive amounts of support, and you had to go in there and wet blanket that with your libtard way. With a fact. Yeah, right. Well, with uh, his facts. Yeah, libtard cuck facts. <laughs> Soy boy stuff, you know? But the, you pissed off the wrong Marine, I guess. I don't know what happened there. But stop it. I thought maybe Wisman was breaking at you. No, why would Wisman? Was he on that mix too? No, not on that one. No, he was. Oh, on... you have another one that I should expect no, emails about? Oh, here we <laughs> go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, because Wisman is a famous bellyacher. <laughs> that's the sound. That's the edit that particular <laughs> yeah. part. That's Toledo's brain when he starts thumbing out his uh, opinions about stuff that doesn't matter. Anyway, Joe Healy. Uh, Toledo, would you like to apologize to Joe or to Ed O'Brien, or you feel good about? Definitely not to Ed. Okay, no. Well, I'm a boy's out of here. Kind of apologize to Joe, I, I, and I said respectfully. Yeah. Right, you did add that adverb in there that made it so much better. Respectfully, that you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You're not fat. You're big boned. Respectfully, you look thick in that. I'm just saying. Well, good luck to you today. I hope everything works out. Now go get your phone. Well, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just yeah, leave no your Maybe you should leave your... Toledo forgot his phone today, and he's, he's unarmed, basically. And the new company policy, you can't log in anything without your goddamn phone. How annoying is that? Because you got to do two-factor... Ed- I tried to get an email authentication. yesterday, and I'm like, what's going on? It wouldn't let me in. This new can't system is just... you got to get 13 people to say... Face not recognized. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. We're going to text you. I'm like, okay, to your old number. No, nope, I've changed this one. 18 times. It just doesn't register. And same thing here. It yeah. texts me at the work number. Yeah. How does the company not know that that's the company phone? Yeah, they just don't want us to have anything. <laughs> Boys, at it again. You should email that stuff that actually affects you. I will. I will. Joe there Healy, he if you'd like to come by here today and punch Toledo or yell at him for... I stand against the wall, him, sure. Him, yeah. him stepping on your... More social media content. Again, though, I guess the lesson here is, it is, it really is. The lesson here is, if you're wandering through the airport and somebody goes, can you get a few seconds of time? And he's, he's got a clipboard, just keep walking. Yeah, it's like that Stop. AC guy at Home Depot. Yeah. Excuse me, sir? Yes. Or the... It, I learned it from the perfume people. At uh, Dillard's years and years ago, and they're just those ladies that just stood there and waited they for you. you with perfume? Yeah, and then they just start hosing you down with perfumes. <laughs> wow. Do you like this? Hey, quit it. Do you have two seconds of time? The people who want to sign you up for a credit card with the promise of a free T-shirt? No. Any booth that says you want something? Come here. That was just college. Come here. No, it's spring training. It's uh, They don't yeah, do, the they don't do it at, at, at uh, Suns games. i got to hand it to them. Maybe they do in the upper deck. I wouldn't know. I <laughs> do those 8% credit cards that you'd get. Yep. Low percentage. You get a free T-shirt. That's really preying on people with terrible credit. That they're a free T-shirt? What do I do? Yeah, we know you need a T-shirt because your wife's covered in vomit and KY stains from whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> get her a new outfit. Anyway. I did like his shot that Tim Healy's dad still tells Joe he loves him on a regular basis, and that's why you're mad at Joe Healy. <laughs> right. Because you're familiar with Joe and that his father's quite present in our lives, let alone 
his own, so that's probably bugshit. Now, speaking of Internet stuff, got to hand it to uh, the classlessness of Juju Smith-Schuster yesterday, which was wow. Valentine's Day special. Now, the whole game uh, Sunday hinged on one call. Everybody's, you know, it's been in the media, like that holding call that Bradbury uh, got nailed for late in the game, a crucial moment. A third and six goes to a first down on a defensive hold that allowed the Chiefs to milk the clock, kick the game-winning field goal, and robbed fans of what could have been a spectacular, a much better finish, uh, be it Kansas City's defense rising up or the Eagles' offense going down and tying or winning the game. We were robbed of that because of laundry. Uh, to his credit, the cornerback, or uh, Bradbury, after, after the game said, I got called. I held him. He manned up. And he's like, I don't like the call. I don't like when it happened. But I, hey, look, I pulled his jersey. And I, what are you going to do? He he took the arrows. He took uh, the the blame and manned up. And I, it was a tip of the cap moment because the rest of his team was even saying, how can the refs do this? The slippery field that. They were throwing excuses out. And the guy's like, no, I pulled his jersey. I uh, do it all the time. Everybody does. This time I got nailed. It was costly. I wish they hadn't thrown. You know, he was awesome. Juju Smith-Schuster puts a picture of this kid on on his uh, uh, TikTok or whatever, his uh, Instagram, that just basically says something about wanting to, when you want to hold someone or something like that. It's yeah. time to hold someone. I'll hold you. I'll hold you. It was a holding reference to this guy on Juju's TikTok. And... uh Basically, just dragging this kid. Trolled. I'll hold you when it matters most. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, and it's to a, and from. It's a picture of Bradbury. I'll hold you when it matters most, and Juju put that up there because you know it wasn't enough for Juju to win the world championship. He also had to kick a guy in the nuts who lost it. Uh, and AJ Brown fires back. Look, TikTok boy. He was basically your boys at it again, and attacked him. You were on your way out the league. You were on your way out of the league, which isn't true. I mean, he's a pretty highly coveted wide receiver in the free agency. But, boy, yeah, it was a nice little battle between teams who had seemingly settled everything on the field Sunday. But Juju in that TikTok, much like Toledo, just trying to get attention and punch people in the nuts when they don't need it. Uh, our boys at it again, Juju Smith-Schuster, who... I, I will say I don't like the trolling after a championship. You don't kick a guy when he's down. You don't put a put a dude. You don't punch a guy in the pills. And you don't kick him after you already beat him. But that was really funny. So it was almost like one of those things. Like oh, if I put Bradbury on this, it holds you. You hold someone when it matters most. It's too funny not to do. I will have to say that it was a, now Juju. What he should have done if I was in his camp, give it to a friend. Don't put you it don't on. Post you it. don't post it, yeah. right? You don't. It's classless if you do it. If Juju's buddy does it, hilarious because it's a very funny meme and it's pointed. And it would have to be like one person removed. They know you're friends with Juju. You know, have somebody that used to play with him for the Steelers do it. It's funny, and then take the beating. But it was a very funny meme. But you don't kick a man when he's when he's down, especially a guy who was as humble as he was after the game, That's saying, brutal. "I, I." I blew the game for everybody. I, I held him. But was kind of in his own way saying it happens every play. I mean, a guy tries to make them trying to get leverage. Sometimes you, you give a little grab to try to get momentum to swing behind him. That's a, that's a coachable thing. Like they tell cornerbacks, hey, if he runs in on a wheel route, you get a hold of his hip and you, you know, he'll, his momentum, momentum will swing you with him. Mahomes posting, you gave me that added push. Yeah, yeah, it was just not right. Before to win the game, the Chiefs turned out they're a bunch of dicks, and uh, who knew? 
Very likable group, but that's a funny meme, and it happens to be floating around out there. But hopefully Toledo can stay away from the Internet like Juju today. Uh, speaking of football, the Cardinals have hired a guy uh, that no one had heard of until yesterday at all. Right. My brother's former student at St. Is that right? Yeah. So it's a, there's a Bogan connection to oh, Jonathan no. Gannon, the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, not on anyone's radar, not on anyone's list. Infuriating people that uh, Eric Bieniemy was never oh, even mentioned. Rudy rule again. The, well, they interviewed a black guy. They did their did due they? diligence. Yeah, they had uh, they uh, Brian Flores oh, Brian twice. Flores, that's right. And Brian Flores did not want the job a couple of times. He's the defensive coordinator in Minnesota. He didn't even take a head coaching job to dodge this this uh, really stinky <laughs> pile out there in Glendale. Um, but they got this guy from the Eagles who is good. But the article I read was like. Uh, once again, Eric Bieniemy overlooked. Don't be surprised as some white coach no one's ever heard of gets the job. Who, by the way, his defense just blew the Super Bowl. Okay, that's like the global warming argument. Right. One one hot day means it's real. Uh, this dude had just been schooled by the Chiefs' offense, which they're the world champs for a reason. He had the number one defense in football Boy, all year the, long. Yeah. For a half, the first half. Even, well, they, they played it. great in the first yep. half. They got adjusted. And they're like, and this defensive coordinator that now is a head coach didn't make one adjustment. Yeah, he's not perfect. He had a bit, but it had nothing to do with white or black. And maybe the Cardinals are wild racists. It wouldn't surprise me. They've made every other mistake in the book. But, you know, it wasn't about. Well, Kyler's a fan. Did you see the video of uh, Gannon in the building? No. So Gannon's in the building. Michael Bidwell's walking him out. And Michael says, hey, you know, Kyler's in the weight room. Gannon drops his bags and goes running down the hall. You're fired. <laughs> Kyler comes in and they, they slap high fives. And yeah. guess what kind of shirt that uh, Kyler was wearing? Fly Eagles Fly. The Smiths. Ugh, God, he's depressed. He's a Euro <laughs> trash teenager now. Wow. Good Lord. He's a Morrissey fan. So not only is he the size of a teenager, he now acts like one. Yep. Oh, God. we got to bring back Camfield just for well, that. Well, I think he's thrilled because it's a defensive coach. That he's right. comes from the side of, his, of defense. And now Kyler's his, like, cool. Get out of his way. I can do what I want. And this guy's going to have to hire an offensive coordinator that I want. <laughs> or not. But the Cardinals hired a guy because, in my opinion, Eric Bieniemy's not looking at the Cardinals as an option anyway. I didn't see Eric Bieniemy totally screaming from the rooftops going, how come the Cardinals don't interview me? Eric Bieniemy's in a much better position waiting for Andy Reid to either die from clearly uh, obesity, high blood pressure, strokes coming. <laughs> not rooting for it, but Andy is not in a good way. He got off the plane in KC and had a cheeseburger. Of course he did. That's what he does. <laughs> and guess what? On the plane he That's had a like cheeseburger. Having a drink. At the airport he had a cheeseburger. The guy eats cheeseburgers. He's for, wimpy for, from Popeye. For you, though, he did say, he goes, I had a salad just to kind of offset <laughs> my chubby. Yeah, because <laughs> it's an offset to add more food to your cheeseburger. That's how people who look like Andy Reid think of food. I had a salad and a cheeseburger. It was a healthy lunch. Good balance. Sure, that's right. It's the, <laughs> it's the 17 nutritional things you need per meal. One greasy cheeseburger. I'm all for them. Do whatever you want. But uh, Eric Bieniemy just sits back, you know, rubbing his hands together going, not long now. Andy's in his mid-60s. Guys who are shaped like that don't really make it past mid-60s. Right, and is it the worst thing right now to not have a whole bunch more responsibility and still get to Look, go to the Super Bowl? If I get to hang around Andy Reid, start putting it's rings rubbing on my off hands. a little bit on the enemy too, Andy Reid. He's fat he's, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He doesn't look too good. No, he's definitely got. That's the why sh- he's like TikTok. Let's go. He's got uh, one of those uh, needle patches that's going to be permanently installed in his left arm someday. He's got the sugars in his future if he doesn't have them already. Yeah, did the, he play in Chicago? 
The enemy? Who's that? The enemy? Where did he play? Oh, I don't think I so. Forgot. He was in Colorado. I know that. Yeah. Right. I don't remember where he went and played in the pros. Yeah, I don't either. He might have been in the Bears for a little bit. But yeah, so yeah, but I didn't see any. I didn't see anybody going. I really want that Cardinals job. Uh, Peyton was quick to go. Thank you for the interview. Bye, Broncos. Uh, even more dysfunctional mess in Denver, and he took that right. job. So this dude from the Eagles is here. He's the new head coach. Uh, the new general manager, this Monty guy, evidently knows him and loves him. So you know, it's his guy. He's bringing in his dude, which is not a surprise. Now Chargers, Bengals, Eagles, Chargers. That's right. So Bienemy is, uh, yeah, he's definitely following in Andy's footsteps in a big way. He might be a great head coach someday. But I don't think it has anything to do with white or black or anything else. I think Eric Bienemy's desire to not be here, along with everyone else. And Brian Flores was the guy to hire. And he said no twice. And then took a job as a coordinator. Nobody wants this job. I wouldn't want it. I got a chance for another ring, too. KC. Right, you sit back and like I'm going to ride this thing as long as I can. If I come out of this with three rings, I get to pick get where to I run. coach. Yep, I don't have to take some crud job in the Go desert. Go to another contender. Yeah, with the one you know steady force of Bidwell that's that's loomed over this franchise for all uh, 93 years. Trust me, there's a reason people look at this and go, "No, thank you." And there's one name attached to that. No, thank you. It's been there the entire time. And it's and oddly enough, it's the best it's ever been as far as culture from the Bidwell side. His dad was ten times worse, but Michael's starting to go down that road where he's starting to see, oh, it's you. He's the only constant. The name Bidwell's the only constant in all the failure, and that might be too harsh, might be too much blame, but that's a fact. So, and and this is you know, there's so much going on in that franchise right now, that organization. That no wonder coaches are saying that. But let me be the first to say, welcome, Mr. Gannon. <laughs> Congratulations on your new job. You, uh, you'll it, it, like what I tell people about uh, marriage. It'll be the best eighteen months of your life. Eighteen. Oof, that's, yeah, that's a long haul. Enjoy the TikTok model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. That probably comes with the job. Yeah, you get a nice TikTok model, and he's a good-looking guy. I don't know if he's married or not. Wonder if Veronica's bailed already. Oh no, he's he's got some guaranteed money. He's. Fake interviewing for jobs now, That's like true. a guy who's on Ravens. Yeah, sure. The Texans, the Ravens. Yeah, call me. I'll be in Thailand. I can zoom it I'm over here in Thailand if you're interested. Coach, hey, can you look at us even in, even in the camera? Oh, he's at his house four days. He's at his house a oh, couple geez. of days. He's okay. hanging around right. in Arizona again. Okay, we're not going anywhere. Good Lord, Veronica, that walks amongst us. How come I haven't run into that at AJ's once? Maybe I have, and I just oh. pass out, and I don't. Oh, oh wow. no, that's in Cliff's bedroom. <laughs> She's in some sort of all his cardinal stuff is off the shelf. Yeah, but look, it's empty. Too. The room oh, is yeah. empty. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I've had to sell a few things. That might have been his office. She's in her silky nighties. <laughs> he put a bed up in his office. <laughs> oh, I mean, if I had that, room, are you kidding me? If she was in my room. house, there'd be a. There, oh. I wouldn't have any furniture other than a bed in the living room. Here's a sit the bed in the kitchen. They're delivering a wall bed today. Did you see her in her little silky nightie going to bed pants? You should see those on the floor. <laughs> Versace on the floor. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, that's in Thailand. That's yeah. got to be in Thailand. But yeah, he fake interviews for jobs all the time now because the Bidwell's told him, you know, you got to look for a job or your guaranteed money's threatened. Cool. 
Hey, Cliff, you want a job was, with the Texans? Yeah, I'll take that it's interview. It's like getting unemployment. Yeah, it's you exactly. He's got, he's got to show up for a few interviews. You have to show I got up a for, job. You see yeah. Veronica? Yeah, did. <laughs> yeah, DeMarco Ryan's there. We'd love to have you, Cliff, back in Texas and everything. Yeah, that's really going to interrupt my free time, though, isn't it? This job thing. <laughs> Uh, D'Amico, have you seen? Yeah, and D'Amico probably does the interview, and it's like Cliff Cliff knows like it's jury duty. He's got to wreck it at one point. Right. This is going really well. I, I think we might hire you. Yeah, um, I got to ask, are there any black players on the team? Because I don't tolerate that. <laughs> oh, boy, this this interview went sideways. Goodbye, Mr. Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Check that off. Don't forget to tell Mr. Uh, uh, Good, Bidwell or Goodell, whoever it is that I did this. Both the L's. Yeah. Roger Goodwill. Goodwill. Roger Goodwill. Whoever. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I've been sucked dry. I'm not going to lie to you. The Ravens call him. Yeah, you want to come out? Yeah, fine. Okay. We really think we're going to hire you here. I think Cliff this is a good fit. Great. I can't wait. Uh, tell the Goodells and the Bidwells that this happened. Also, um, you got anybody who uh, hits their wife on the team? I'd love to meet them. That's my favorite thing in the world, domestic violence. Oh, my God. Get out of my office. Right. Tell the Goodwill Bidells that I did this. <laughs> Yeah, Cliff is not serious. He's botching interview after interview. But Jonathan Gannon is your new head coach. They're Cardinal fans, so I know there's no excitement with that. It's not a name. There's, who? There's no. But you know what? Who knows? Might have just might have just grabbed a gem. But I do think though that you've you've fleeced an Eagles team that's been good for two years. It's not like the guy's a proven track record of like, wow, every defense he touches turns to number one. It's, it, there's a lot of talent on that defense too, and maybe he's the reason why. But uh, hope uh, I don't think you've I don't think you've got a ton of it off that name. So good luck, Cardinal fans. Another one where you kind of go, all right, let's just cross our fingers. And I don't think that dude sells season tickets. I don't think that name uh, fires up the fan base to where everybody ran to the computer yesterday and got on a list. Uh, it's all going to depend on how they draft and free agents and everything else. But I don't know how you drag free agents here right now. You're going to get a couple of Eagles defensively. You might get Darius Slay and a couple of guys who played for the Eagles to come jump over because that's their guy. But And that's not so bad. Everybody keeps throwing Derek Carr coming here now since he got released. Derek Carr doesn't want anything to do with this. Oh, you can't blame him. There's no way. He's yeah. got Carolina, the Jets. He's got teams that are almost there. The Jets are close. They're a quarterback and a couple players from actually being contenders. They're their car has options. Lots of them. And Tampa is another one. He could go down there and take Tom Brady's place. That's an option. The Cardinals are eighth on his list. There's no way he's thinking, all right, that's I'll go interview there first. Cardinals will be Cardinals are are basically uh, you know, sort of NAU. They're the safety school. They're the one that like if everything else fails, you'll, you'll go, all right, I guess the Cardinals are still in the NFL. So they Derek, can throw me some money. Yeah, Derek Carr's not here. And they can't. Because they're already paying a quarterback $50 million a year. They can't give big money to another guy. They're going to draft a quarterback. If they don't, then they're going to have a terrible season until somewhere around late October and hope that Kyler Murray comes back okay. Well, is Coach McCoy the next one, or is he free agent too? They have to get somebody else. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Mitch Trubisky. The Steelers are going to let him go, and he's a serviceable guy. McCoy is under contract. Okay. Yeah. So they were McCoy, talking about him starting Trubisky. You need a cheap. You need a cheap guy who's had time in the league. I don't know. Good luck, Cardinals. It's a mess, a disaster, and it doesn't really matter right now because this is a Suns town. After last night, man, there's half a heart on down at that arena when Kevin Durant stood up. Oof. Yeah, it was crazy.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, and I'm also following this thing. I watched this in 2012. They're doing now. They're and all the information's coming out. 2012, a scientist crashed a 727 on purpose out in the desert in Mexico. And here's how they had to do it. This is a great. It's a it's a show that's on the BBC. Uh, what the hell's it called? Um, I can't remember what it's called. The plane crash credit on Channel Four. Uh, in BBC uh, in England. So they took a plane, a Boeing 727, and it was the United States doing this thing. And they're like, can we can we do this experiment? And the U.S. is like, absolutely not. You know who said okay? Mexico. Uh, like in a second. Like, sure, you want to pay us some money? The cartel will clear some desert for you. Throw this beast into the ground at 140 miles. But all of the world's uh, aviation people said you can't drone it. You have to have a pilot. A human pilot had to fly this thing around and then get out. And he did. He jumped out of a jet, which is so dangerous. Uh, And then at 145 miles an hour, they threw it into the desert. To find out the safest places to be for passengers. And guess what they discovered? You're all going to die. There's no way. There's no yeah, safe. It's, it's in a t- and the video is in. I'll send it to you. But the video is Like out. a belly landing? Yeah. They, they have the wheels out. And uh, they're ready to four-wheel drive in the dunes of uh, the desert. And uh, it is it is flat fascinating because the front end of that thing hits that dirt and the plane breaks in half immediately. Snaps Because of the stress and the weight. First class the- is demolished immediately. And, uh, I mean, it, it breaks about ten rows in, just cracks the whole plane in half, and then the back of the plane just rolls over the front of it. Everyone in the front of that plane is dead. I just uh, texted to you. The video is incredible. And then, uh, and then they're like, the people in the middle had a chance, but probably the fire. And so there's no ton Burn. of fire. There's no ton of fire because it's the back wing jets. It's off the back end because the pilot couldn't have jumped out with wing jets. They had to have them off the back. 727s have the thing in the back. So the, the wings are just wings. There's nothing that would have sucked them in. So uh, when they did it, and then they said, okay, so the people in the middle had sort of a chance. The people in the back could live, but they'd be severely hurt. Um, discovering front 10 rows, you're out. You're dead. You paid extra for that, by the way. The middle 10, eh, you're probably going to die. The impact's no fun. Just like everything, you're in the taint. You're in the middle. You could survive it, but you're going to be in a chair. The back, the ones in the back, the way they crashed the plane on an emergency landing. Now, if it just goes flying into the side of something, everybody knows. This is an attempted... Watch the video of this thing. It's, it's right there. The video of it crashing is pretty amazing. Got a commercial. Hang on. Okay. So, uh, but then they said in the back, they discovered that the crash position the dummies would have been in would save you... It, it actually works. Being in the crash position, put your head between your legs, yeah. it works. Uh, it saves your spine and your brain. It snaps your legs off. Oh, so there's nothing about like the entire experiment. Watch this. So it does pretty well. Yeah. But they say that impact on the, some people tumbling yeah, on out the TV of show. They said the impact at 140 miles an hour it may look like you're, and that's in slow motion. Yeah, and you're, you're just, not in that. 
you know, there's a reason why they cage them up in NASCAR oh, and drag. Right. You, you're just. I mean, there, and you see the dummies floating around. In you there. got one belt around the waist, and it splits you in half. And and that was the amazing part of it was is their attempt to say, "Here's what happens in a plane wreck, and here are your odds of surviving a crash landing." It did stay intact a lot better than you so, think. Yeah. And I mean, that's the but, jets in the back, but pretty much everybody on there. They're, a, you're going to have heart attacks. B, your body takes quite a beating from that impact on the ground. And that's them trying to land it in the desert. Mexico, thank you. Nobody in the world said, sure, crash a plane here. They were fine with it. Mexico was like, thumbs up. What do you need? Some open desert, and a, we're going to throw a plane into the ground. Could they? You got it. I wonder if they could have emergency landed in there, because that looked kind of what flat. Like, if they actually... Drop it down. That's like what they were did. trying to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, the wheels I thought were the guy bailed on it and it was just on. Oh, no. The guy bails. Yeah. You're not going to keep the dude in there for the yeah. crash test. You don't put living people in that. Yeah. He bails on it. It goes auto into the ground at 140 miles an hour with the idea of saying, you know, safety. And they droned it from that point forward. It gotcha. was a remote control. So, yeah, you can't have a guy just sitting in there going, I'm willing to do that. But Mexico gave up some land. Arizona wouldn't do it just in case it went sideways and. Went into Tucson, which wouldn't have been so bad. There's a problem. Yeah. Solly could have landed it. But basically what we learned was a plane crashing, you're going to die. They did the study in 2012. They did all that. And now it's coming out on this TV show. And it is awesome. Uh, They found that the brace position, which is the subject of the speculation also tested, would prevent head and spinal injuries, uh, but create pressure on the legs, which could result in them breaking off. Your legs will just snap off. That's how hard the impact of the plane hitting is. Whether your Separation. part, whether your part splits Ooh. off or not, there's a chance that that you will just break in half. This is what I do with my spare time. Happy anyway. flying today, yeah. everybody! Enjoy. If you've got a flight, enjoy it. It's going to be great. You're going to have a really good time out there. It was incredible. I could have watched that for hours. I kind of did. It was pretty good. And you know what's better As than the that? Plane goes over. Yeah, every plane goes overhead, and you're like, mm, "Is that the test one?" Uh, and then the other thing that's going on in the world is uh, that no one's really talking about. And I have to give Aaron Rodgers some credit because the guy always brings stuff up, and people are like, "Aaron Rodgers is crazy." He he floated the idea that we're shooting down all these balloons and UFOs to uh, kind of distract the population from the. Uh, Chernobyl-like events of Ohio. That train that derailed in Ohio is leaking into the Ohio River. And they have kept people... Have you heard about that? Yeah, I've heard about yeah. it. I haven't read much about so, it. So, like a week ago, maybe even longer, Yeah, it falls off the tracks and it's basically making mustard gas and chlorine chemical death gas and fish a hundred and some miles down the river are dead. Oh, yeah. It's a- I didn't know this. 30 to 40% of the population on the eastern seaboard get their water and stuff from the Ohio River. The Ohio River is a massive amount of we get this, we get that from it. Food, and I don't know what's in there, but they get like all sorts of stuff. It is a lifeline to the eastern seaboard. And there is a, it, it's 30, like tons of population. You think about how many people live on the, on the edge of the, on the eastern coast. And the Ohio River is a major part of that, like in that area. And it is completely polluted. So, there, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the one who says, you know, I find it odd that all of a sudden timing of that people are saying, oh, Chinese balloons, Chinese balloons, when we've known about them the whole time. Uh, and it happens to be that you don't hear much about this complete disaster 
in Ohio, where it's still there. And then yesterday we had our thing on the I-10 where that truck turned over down there. On the I-10. Picacho Peak or yeah. whatever. And it started to float out. I don't know if you saw the pictures. This orangish-red gas. And immediately everyone knew to tell if you to stay Shut it indoors. Down. Shelter in place. Do not come outside. This stuff is brutal. And it's just out there with us all the time. But, yeah, that thing in Ohio is a big deal. And it has polluted the tar out of a major you know, lifeline of of needs for a group of people. And we're going to see this 10 years from now. There's going to be an Aaron Brockovich movie about how everybody grew a third arm out of their face. Because you just re- read about uh, freshwater fish in general coming from, you know, like uh, the haddock and um, walleye and all yeah. and stuff. The stuff that's in the water already between like oh, mercury. There's, yeah, there's gunk in the, there now, but the, we've kind of gotten used to it. This is an immediate death blow. Like it, it makes the water useless. It's 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 bad. And they, you know, it's it's been kind of pumping out nastiness the entire time. So people that are smoking carp right now out yeah. in the Ohio wherever. Terrible idea. You don't first off, carp oh. not get the <laughs> oh. It's got something that you have to remove called the <laughs> vein and it's the most prominent thing in it. My uncles, my hillbilly uncles used to pull carp out of Cedar Lake oh. in Indiana. And they would they would leave at five o'clock because people from other parts of the area would come down with their kids and just start scooping carp out of this area. They dug this hole. The carp were too stupid to get around. So the carp would end up in here, and there's just like a, a tank of them. Throw and some bread was, balls in there. They gather in there. Oh, that was hillbilly dinner <laughs> yes. at Cedar Lake, Indiana. And they'd cut that – this the, the uh, vein, the poop vein, oh. is – it's PVC pipe. Your sprinklers aren't as thick. This thing is, and it's full of. So it's like shrimp almost. They got that vein. You got to drain them and stuff. Yeah, I would shrimp. eat okay. the shrimp poop vein before it's I'd even the touch it. Of the entire it, shrimp. It is. It is. Oh, it, yeah. If the entire jumbo shrimp was the poop vein, that's a carp. So if that's what it killed off, fine. But nobody's really talking about this thing. It is kind of a weird, quiet. Don't bring it up. He's not on his uh, four-day? Starts today. Okay. He goes in, and I'm fascinated by that, his darkness retreat. I've, uh, that sounds wonderful. Four days of just darkness, and you get a potty break. I've had two friends that have done that. Done darkness breaks? Just four no, days? Well, basically, they go for a week to a cabin by themselves. That's not darkness. This is opaque. Yeah, he's in like He's literally yeah. in the dark? He is in an opaque, dark room. There's plenty of dudes who go out and just do isolation or sabbaticals, yeah. and they walk outside. No communication. There's no. nothing. This one is a dark room. It is a darkness retreat. Part of the deal is is to be lost in the dark with your own thoughts. Yeah. And Aaron and then is, is the uh, is he doing the uh, the what do you call it the mushrooms or no the ayahuasca stuff? I don't yeah. know if he's going to alter his brain or if he's going to go in clean. But that is a it would be kind of a cool idea to try i wonder how long i'd last four days of you know that's a long time of just darkness i think he gets black. light at, at feeding or something but they like, said that like there's veal. food yeah they, they slide food in and yeah maybe it is kind of like veal as yeah. aaron Rodgers becomes veal what do you do i think i just sleep it just sounds so nice to just like solitary confinement yeah though, but with zero light and you're and you get kind of lost in your own thoughts and it'll be great to hear him bring it up afterwards because aaron Rodgers has gone from crazy to fascinating, back to crazy, and now fascinating again. Because a lot of the things he said is like kind of come to light later. Is like Aaron was kind of right. He's a little off on some stuff, but for the most part, Aaron Rodgers wasn't so far off the reservation like they tried to make him. They try to paint him as that. 
I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him at all. I'm going to retire from football, and I'm going to move back in with my family. He might. He might have a he might have epiphany. The epiphany that that reunites him with his entire family, who they hate each other. But uh, the darkness retreat begins today. But yeah, that uh, we're shooting down UFOs, and that's become nothing. We got a train leaking death gas into water like crazy in East Palestine, which is 40 miles outside of Pittsburgh. It's right on the border, so it's right at the river. In fact, it's right where James Gum's house is in Silence of the Lambs. I think that was off the uh, either off the Ohio or the Allegheny. I don't remember, but it's like right there. It's close to where all that stuff kind of converged. Did they stop the leakage? I mean, it, is it's, it... I think it all went in. Oh, okay. I don't think there was anything to stop. Now they're just trying to... The rest that. contained, yeah. others free-flowing. Yeah. I don't know where Greta Thunberg is on this one, but this is where you need to make your mark. This is a big environmental mess. An ecological disaster. And we're like, oh, we're shooting... Uh, Get balloons. Four. Four of them shot down last week. And I don't want to add to conspiracies, although they do make the world more interesting. That does kind of seem like everybody's hands off on this story, and it should be. Like when we have tornadoes and stuff, the news can't wait to just go stand on rubble and ask people, you know, how are you going to rebuild? What's going on with you? Nobody's going there. Like the news isn't standing outside in Ohio screaming, oh, these poor people. They just, just don't care. None of these people agree to cover it. No, I'm, not going, there. I'm not going into Chernobyl. Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> Plus, I think the visual of them in the hazmat suit would make everybody panic in the area. They're not too far from major, like a major city. But, by the way, balloons. We're shooting down those balloons. And China says they're going to fight us now. Get so. those shotguns out. Yeah, get the shotguns out, Carrie. Like, there's balloons everywhere. <laughs> Pretty party palace. You, you float one of those things over my house i'm bringing her down i don't know i can't trust those it's a party or happy anniversary balloons it goes over my head nope i'm not terry shivel i'm doing something about those balloons but yeah, the world's gone bananas enjoy it maybe uh coach gannon will never actually see the field this Ooh. is it's the end of the world have a coke enjoy it don't even go diet drink the real thing what do you have to what are you saving indulge but yeah, and don't drink Ohio. Do you think that Camp Lejeune water's bad? <laughs> Forget it. Oh, great. Man, More commercials. Oh, right. Everybody's going to sue. Everybody's going to sue. Yeah. Anyway. Has your body completely collapsed? Has <laughs> your skeleton stopped working? You can still dial. Yeah. <laughs> Use your nose and dial this number. You might get millions of dollars from the Ohio River. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's And hopefully it just kind of all clears up and we forget. And the people with three... Uh, hands coming out of their face. You'd be like, ah, it's, uh, that's the price you pay for toting this stuff around me. You don't even think about it when you're on the freeway that the truck next to you might be hauling that red toxic gas that that one on I-10 was yesterday. And they're just out there with us. They have to be. But has, hazmat materials that are hazardous stuff that's floating around, you drive by it every day, you don't even know. We're oblivious to it. Could be a good thing in the next couple of years for the Buckeyes, the defensive tackle with three hands. Yeah, you, well, yeah. <laughs> They're going to recruit one of those mutants, and I don't know if we'll be alive to see it, Brady, because we're 18 years away. But one of those little mutants that rolls in in Ohio State, and he can catch, he, he's left. Ten-foot wingspan. Left, right, and he can get that one, you know, his high-point hand over his head that comes shooting out of his skull. They have to change the helmets for him. We'll see. But those mutant babies that are going to be coming out of the Ohio Valley, hard to differentiate from what's coming out of there now, except for third eye, a hand coming out of its neck. Here come the Steelers. But, but we're talking about the Pittsburgh, Ohio, West Virginia border. 
West there's Virginia a, doesn't need any help. There's a lot of mutants already over there. Now you get incest and tainted water. <laughs> Might create uh, super hillbillies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mix that in with some coal dust. Hey, I'm a hillbilly with superpowers. Oh, it's a wonderful. Be like the Toxic Avenger and stuff with hillbillies. I can make my sister <laughs> ten times. <laughs> That's my superpower. I got two dicks. One of them's my middle finger. <laughs> Take a look. <laughs> you. The white family rejuvenated. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You got any pain pills? You don't need any of those. I use them. That's how I make my living. I lived in West Virginia. There are, are mutants everywhere. When, as a little kid, I was introduced to what mutants look like. Billy Rieger was on my baseball team. I was seven years old. Billy Rieger had a baseball team party at his house. Billy Rieger's floors were wooden, and the slats weren't together. You could see daylight. You could see from the upstairs down to the downstairs through the floor. And then in the middle of the night, there was a scurrying going on, because that's how you talk when you're there. There's a scurrying going on, Mom, up in the attic. Like, oh, we got a, like a raccoon up in the attic or something. Pops went up there with his shirt off and his giant satellite dish ears, because he's his own relative. And he went upstairs and started beating on something. Turned out. That's Billy's brother. He ain't allowed out when we got company. Billy's brother lived in the attic when people were over. People were over. <laughs> and evidently he got loose for a second. So he was like sloth from the Goonies? I, no, I've never, I never saw him. He wasn't allowed to be seen. Oh, wow. We keep him upstairs. He bites. <laughs> Ugh. The Rieger house. I slept in a sleeping bag at this slumber party on the second floor with my eye closed, my other eye open, peeking through the slats down into the kitchen. That's how cruddy this house was. There was a class we took at Ohio University that was Herring Speech Science. Yeah. And it was all about that in the Appalachian area that people were gross. in the attic yeah. that uh, are 18 years old, never knew how to speak. I think that was Billy's just... brother. They sound going on up that attic. And nobody batted an eye. I was the new kid. I was from the bougie village of Lowell, Indiana, where already you're dealing with hillbillies, but not to this degree. The northwestern Indiana still has Chicago nearby to kind of keep them in check. They're fours. The they're fours on the one to ten hillbilly scale. Oh lordy, you get down to Morgantown, <laughs> tougher time Scary. for wellness check. <laughs> it's ten out of ten. That is the hillbilly. It's not happening. No. No. All right, everybody, it's bedtime. Turn the lights down. I'm gonna get Daddy's flashlight. We're gonna check for worms. What? There was a butt worm check. My grandma got in on this whole thing. Every night before bed, you had to make sure your kids didn't have tapeworms. They had to sit with their asses in the air and spread them while grandma came oh. by with a flashlight and looked for stuff squirming around. And did, Uh-oh. And did Willie get dinner? <laughs> Billy's got him. Do you ever go in the attic and feed Willie his raccoon meat? <laughs> That's why he's rustling. He's honking. It was weird. So they don't need their water tainted and now they got it so you thought west virginia was bad before wait till west virginia gets hold of this ohio river water starts getting superpowered. i got the speed of lightning now so i can come and steal your pain pills from your bathroom and get out your house before you know i was in there the boys coming to yeah. light <laughs> the hillbilly boys <laughs> i'm homelander mm-hmm I use my superpower vision to see through my sister's walls. 
so as I can look at her vagina while she shaves it. <laughs> Thanks. That's my power. I can see through walls. I use it to see relatives. That's banjo. Dead my brother making a baby with my sister. I can see that through walls. Give it to a good international harvester. He's named after a truck. <laughs> Uh, it's 723. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? Right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, they, they got hammered up north yesterday with Boy, snow. Did they? I, I think 10 or 12 inches up in flag. So now's the time to head on up there and uh, you got to get those skis, get those boards, get all the accessories that you need over at Action Ride Shop. They do rentals, sales, everything. So actionrideshop.com or just go see Josh and the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. They'll take care of you. Yeah. And don't drive up there today. No, Evidently, no, no, all the roads are all shut yeah. down, icy messes. So wait till the weekend to get up. That snow is going to be perfect by then. But go on Friday night before. Don't drive up there today. Yeah. Just keep it off. By the way, uh, and good point too about that Ohio thing. They're arresting anybody who tries to cover it. Have you seen that? No. That some of the some of the uh, journalists that have been up there have been arrested. Some crazy going on there. Aaron Rodgers is right, and I very rarely say that phrase. But this I still is, won't agree with him. I don't want to. I, yeah, just on principle, I'd like that to say goddamn so. man, bun of his. <laughs> Screw him. Yeah, you can't really Besides trust him. a Packer. Trust that could be gone guy. in four days. <laughs> it could be. He might just pull it out in his darkness retreat. Or he might come out even worse. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But I'm with you. There's I don't a, <laughs> check trust a man with a man bun with yeah. the details. I worry about what this is. Uh, you got uh, after. I wonder what Alex Jones is saying about it. <laughs> This guy brings up a good point. Billy brings up a great point. He says, after being with Danica Patrick for any length of time, any man would be like, hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Billy is dead on the money. He still has to get the visual of Danica Patrick naked out of his mind. Man. Uh, On the list, Godsmack, uh, Megadeth, Drowning Pool, Faith No More, Avenged, ACDC, Soil, Rise Against, Iron Maiden, Zombie, Slayer, Pennywise, and Danko Jones, full of regret for uh, Coach Gannon of the Cardinals, Great. seems pretty appropriate. <laughs> Great song. <laughs> Coach Gannon, this is your theme song today. Full of regret. Danko Jones, this is solid. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Oh, Danko, this is one of my favorites. I love this. There's a great cowbell in the center of this song that is just played beyond belief. Oh, it's great. Awesome song. Danko should have, he's one of those guys that should be the most popular artist in all of rock. Because his live shows are incredible. Oh, he's he great. Pumps out two or three records a year. <laughs> the guys, and in Europe, he is. He's he's the quintessential local band. Yeah. I'm huge in Europe. They've done very little. Shows up here and he's here. playing pub rock. I know. It sucks. And it's a great place to see yeah. him. The dude crushes. Danko Jones, full of regret. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.